Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is what do I need to know about deducting self-employed health insurance plus some last-minute medical plan strategies. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today's topic is, what do I need to know about deducting self-employed health insurance, plus what are some last-minute medical plan strategies I can implement? So as you know, we've kind of on this conversation about the end of year and things that we need to be doing before 1231 hits. And so this brings up this idea of an S-Corp owner health insurance, as well as health benefits in general for small business owners. So when you are self-employed, your health insurance premiums for yourself and your family must be treated a certain way to ensure that you get a full tax deduction. And we're going to jump through the proper way to handle health insurance premiums if you are self-employed. And then at the end, we're going to talk about some various other health options before year end. And this will just be general options. So when we talk about self-employed health insurance premiums, we want to think about the way that your entity is set up. If you are set up as a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, or basically any structure outside of a C or S corporation, you're going to simply deduct your self-employed health insurance premiums on your personal tax return. Form 1040, there's going to be a Schedule 1, and that's where you're going to deduct your health insurance premiums. Note, you do not take this deduction on your Schedule C. So if you're filing a sole proprietorship or single-member LLC, you might think, well, I have a Schedule C that I report business income, and that's where I'm going to report this. This is actually not where you put it. It would be on your personal tax return, Form 1040, it'd be on Schedule 1. You're going to have a self-employed health insurance premium deduction there. So relatively straightforward. If you're a sole prop, single member LLC, pretty easy and straightforward. Now let's talk about the S-Corporation. How do you report self-employed health insurance premiums as an S-Corporation owner? And with this, there's a few hoops that you need to jump through. So there's a few steps that you need to take just to ensure that you're properly getting the deduction for the insurance premiums that you paid on behalf of S-Corp owners. So the hoops, there's three steps. One, have the S-Corp pay for the insurance. Two, gross up W-2 payroll. And three, deduct on your personal tax return. So let's start with number one. Have the S-Corp pay for the insurance. This can be done directly out of the business bank account. Or you can reimburse yourself through an accountable plan. Check out an episode a couple weeks ago about accountable plans. Basically, you want, you're going to deduct the expenses as wages on the S-Corp side. So you can pay for your business insurance directly out of your business account. If it's end of year and you didn't do that and you paid for it personally, reimburse yourself through the accountable plan. The second piece is grossing up your W-2 payroll. You're going to take that insurance expense paid and you're going to add it to your payroll software. You're going to add it to the W-2 of your S-Corp owners. Now note, if the plan is non-discriminatory, so if you're a single, just a one owner S-Corporation, obviously your plan is non-discriminatory, then no FICA taxes need to be withheld on the W-2. 
So one cool thing about this is that this adds to your reasonable salaries in S corporation. So remember we talked about S corporations, we need to take, we're required to take this reasonable salary. Well, this health insurance piece can add to, since we're adding it to our W-2, it's included in that reasonable salary. And likely there's a good chance that it's not subject to FICA taxes. So this is a great way to bump up our salary while avoiding that self-employment tax that we typically get with a salary. So again, item number two is gross up your W-2 payroll, take that insurance expense, and add it to your W-2 income. Now, if you're using a software like Gusto, simply send them a request. It's very easy to do this. If you're not using a software like Gusto, you're going to want to reach out to them and say, hey, I have some S-Corp health insurance premiums that I need to add to my W-2 before year-end. Can you let me know what I need to do? And then the third piece is deduct on your personal tax return. Finally, that income that was reported to you in wages on your W-2 for the insurance will be deducted on Schedule 1 of your personal tax return, Form 1040. So just like we do with a sole proprietorship and single-member LLC, where we're deducting that health insurance on Schedule 1, the, with an S-Corporation, you just have a couple hoops that you have to jump through. Essentially, you get a deduction on the business tax return, you include it as income on your personal tax return, and then you get a deduction again on your personal tax return. The net result is one deduction, there's just some work that you have to do for it. Now, it's important to note that this treatment is only for the S-Corp owners. If you have other employees, you would not follow this same treatment for them. I also, uh, in the show notes, will include an article about uh, the S-Corp piece on our, on our, our, an article for our blog post. And in there, there's a link to an item that Gusto put up on this as well that you can check out. So again, if you're an S-Corporation, you pay for the S-Corp insurance, you pay for the insurance through your S-Corporation, add that piece to your W-2 as self-employed health insurance, and then deduct on your personal tax return. Now, what other health-related options are available to small business, especially if we're talking about year-end items? Now, if you have less than 50 employees, you are not required to offer health insurance, although you can and you may want to. So, a few things about health in general before year-end. If you did not obtain a PPP loan, so if you were not part of the, the PPP craze that was happening earlier this year, then you should make sure to claim the federal tax credit equal to 100% of required emergency sick leave and emergency family leave payments. This would be if you had employees that you were paying while they were out sick due to COVID, you can get a credit for this. And there's also something called the employee retention tax credit that you can also take advantage of. Again, this is if you did not participate in the PPP. So in the, in the show notes, there's an article uh, to, our, to our website, which also has more information on both of these programs. So just something to consider before you're in that there is some opportunities for you to take advantage of potential tax credits and things like that. Um, if you have a Section 105 plan in place and you have not been reimbursing expenses monthly, do a reimbursement now to get your 2020 deductions. And then just remember, why don't you put something on a regular reimbursement schedule as you go into 2021? Um, a lot of employers with less than 50 employees are implementing something called a QSERA. This is a Qualified Small Employer Health Reimbursement Arrangement. Basically, a QSERA is a company-funded, tax-free health benefit used to reimburse employees for personal health expenses. So a lot of companies will work with, say, you know, it's too hard to get a group health insurance plan. 
Instead, we're going to set up this Qsera where we're going to reimburse the employees up to a certain amount and they're going to then go get their own insurance, whatever they need to get for that. You know, whatever, wherever they want to get their insurance, they can do it on their own. This is the idea of a Qsera. This makes it a lot easier to offer health benefits on the business side because now you don't have to fit everybody into one type of group plan or anything. You can just let employees choose where they want to go to get that. So um, Qsera's is actually uh, the in order to implement a Qsera, it is late. Um, so there might be a fifty dollar penalty per employee should you be found out. But just something to preface. Maybe it's something you want to look at in future years. So Qsera is is that. Um, finally, claim the tax credit for group health insurance you give your employees. If you provide your employees with group health insurance, see whether your pay structure and the number of employees that you have um, puts you in a position to claim a 50% tax credit for some or all the monies you paid for health insurance in 2020. So uh, if you're offering health insurance, if you're offering a group plan, look into that credit. There might be a tax credit for available for you depending on your pay structure and number of employees. Um, finally, utilize and contribute to a health savings account, an HSA. If you have a high deductible plan, you're able to contribute to an HSA, which allows for maximum contributions in 2020 of uh, $3,550 if you're single or $7,100 for families. An HSA is a great way to put money away. It's one tool or one vehicle uh, that is unlike any other vehicle. You get a tax deduction going into it. So when you contribute to an HSA, you get a tax deduction. And assuming that you use the funds within the HSA for health-related items, you pay no taxes when you take money out of it. There's not many systems within uh, the government that allow you to put money in as a tax deduction and take money out tax-free. So, And the money can grow within an HSA. So if you have a high deductible health plan, think about an HSA and make sure you make your contributions for that. So that's kind of where we have now. That's where we're at now as far as year-end health-related items. Um, again, be sure if you're operating as an S-corporation that you're following the procedure correctly. We just want to make sure that you are getting the full deduction for your health insurance premiums and doing it the correct way. So this is a quick summary. If you're filing as a sole prop or single member LLC, not taxes and S corporation, you simply deduct your self-employed health insurance premiums on Schedule 1 of your personal tax return, Form 1040. You do not take the deduction on your Schedule C. If you're an S corporation, there's a few hoops that you have to jump through. First, you're going to take the expense on the business side. So you're going to want to pay for the insurance through the business or reimburse yourself through an accountable plan so you can get that expense on the business books. Next, you're going to add that self-employed health insurance expense to your W-2. This is going to be S-Corp health, S-Corp owner health insurance premiums. Talk to your payroll provider. They're going to be able to add this to your W-2, and that's going to be included as income then, and then you're able to deduct on your personal tax return. So you do, the end result is we're taking expense on the business side, we're including it as income to you, and then we're taking a deduction again on the personal side. The end result is one deduction. Again, just a few hoops that you have to jump through to make sure it's recorded properly and you're getting the full deduction for it. Some other things that if you did not get a PPP, check out some various tax credits, the employee retention tax credit or um, emergency sick leave pay. Um, If you have a section 105 plan in place, make sure you're reimbursing yourself before year end. 
Think about a QSERA. If you have less than 50 employees, you want to offer some type of health benefit, think about implementing a QSERA, a qualified self-employer or qualified small employer health reimbursement arrangement. Um, if you're offering group insurance to your employees, make sure you research the, the tax credit. Depending on your pay structure and number of employees, you may be able to get a tax credit for that group health insurance. And then again, finally, um, utilize an HSA. If you have a high deductible health plan, take advantage of using an HSA. You get a tax deduction going in, money grows. You get, As long as you're using that money to pay for health-related items, qualified health items, um, you pay no income taxes when taking that money out. So that's what we have for health insurance. As we kind of continue to wrap up the year, we're going to talk about some other last-minute items. Um, hopefully this was helpful. Uh, as we get closer to the year, feel free to send any questions that you have. Um, hit us up in the Facebook group. Shoot us an email, whatever the easiest method is. I want to thank you again for listening to another episode, and I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's building a successful law firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.